we tried to avoid this Q, too. Damn it. Q is like over here trying to have a professional show, and I'm just having a good time. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 40 of the show. We <laughs> we're middle aged. <laughs> oh God, I was, late 20s is not middle aged, is it? No, we're episode 40. Oh. 40-year-old. <laughs> I was about to be like, fuck, man. How long do you think we're going to live? I'm like, it's, well, my number and your number shouldn't be the same. Mine's way too low. <laughs> Yikes. Wow. We well, start out hysterically laughing. Immediately go to a dark place. <laughs> Incredible. We've already been recording for an hour and a half, everybody. This is a... Secondary episode today that'll get dropped since Q's gonna be on vacation. It's a back to back. We're losing it. <laughs> Two fights tonight. <laughs> Two fights tonight. What a mistake that was. That was. Yeah. Context there. D and D. Don't fight twice in a night. It's nope. a lot of work. Don't do two combat encounters because you wind up staying up too late. Yep. And you have work the next day. It's a school night for us adults. Oh no. <laughs> Maybe Wednesday play is bad. <laughs> well, we might get Sundays back. Mm-hmm. Yep. We might. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Um, uh, so, we have kind of covered all of the, like, actual news in the prior episode, so there will be a week where we talk about old, where there's going to be no news this week, and then we're going to talk about things that happened that are now way too old to actually be covering, uh, in two weeks. Yeah, or yeah. whatever this comes. <laughs> or whatever this comes. Uh, Let us know how the previous episode was. Call it on the hotline. <laughs> oh, shit. Dave did call on the hotline. Oh, nice. Yeah. We could talk about it here. Hotline is 707 707- Six eight two ninety three ten. Yeah, he called in while really drunk, just I, trying to figure out if it was a real number. I think we very much forgot to give the number last time as well. We didn't give it in the last episode, no. Oh, but okay. I put it in the description of all the episodes. Oh, perfect. Um, along with our Twitter being at HBR Show. Hey. We also forgot to shout out Chaley Feist. You sure uh, did. Freelance writing. Uh, Is freelance she giving you any money for this? No. Then I. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's a friendly. It's ad. a. It's a friendly ad. Uh, and she's helping me with the work on the book. Yes. That will never come out. I will die long before it comes out. It'll George R.R. R. Martin it. Yep. I, the moped will be done. That'll be done. <laughs> and I'll finally install the car parts. Have, we, have you talked about the moped on the show? I don't think we have. Let's talk about it. Let's have a little, <laughs> let's have a little like, auto talk right now. So, this all started a couple months ago, um, tail end of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I work in real estate, so I'm always driving around at uh, we are, we have the worst quality audio to start with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I work in real estate, so I'm always jumping around the city. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what? It would be great to have a moped to get around to some of these in-town properties where parking is a catastrophe. You also already have two cars that work most, most of the time, <laughs> but not all of the time. And sometimes not at the same time. Correct. <laughs> So, um, so what did I decide to do? Sell everything and get something reliable and small? No, no, not God, not our, no, not our producer scrap. No, I got a moped, and not a new one from 1982. <laughs> it was made by Honda, so I really had high hopes it would be reliable. It was probably reliable up until '92, yeah, maybe even 2002. <laughs> so as we are where we are sitting and recording, we could look out onto my patio. And see the lower half of the bike disassembled. And I can kind of see the top half of the bike 14 feet away from it. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're there. Not yeah. together. Uh, it's a there. Honda Hobbit. Or in the U.S. they were known as PA-50II. Um, 
and if you want to Google what this thing looks like. And the guy who I bought it from was a very nice fellow in uh, Campbellton, Georgia, a little jaunt outside of the city. And we were in a bit of a rush, so I didn't do quite as thorough of a job inspecting this thing as I could have. Yeah. And he had sprayed starter fluid all through the carb to make it look like it ran. Uh-huh. And I was in a rush, so I just was like, it looks like it runs, let's go. This is the thing we need. It had a couple things I immediately were like, okay, we'll need to replace those, but... Like, you know, the wheel has got some obvious rust issues. Tire rot. Yeah. Um, which were all things I was kind of like, okay, this will be easy to fix. Yeah. It's a moped. How hard can wheels be to find? Right. Really hard is the answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, the transmission in a Honda Hobbit is in the wheel hub. Oh. And so you can't use any wheels that are just sized like that. Wow. That seems... <laughs> Like, a design flaw of some sort. Yes. Um, But not the main issue that you have right now. Which is that it just doesn't run at all. Correct. You got the moped, and boy, oh boy, does that engine not work. We're about $1,000 into a $400 moped project. (laughs) And much like my golf game, every time I feel like I'm going to have a stroke is when I'm just swinging away at it, trying to get it fixed. (laughs) I thought you were going to go with something like, always over... Nope. It's also, joke. it's also that, but this, this thing is going to give me a stroke. I'm, I'm learning how to, I have, like, um, oh, who, who is the uh, dude who plays um, in Doctor Strange, not Stephen Strange, the uh, guy who leaves at the very end because they're messing with time. Oh. What is oh. his name? Oh, he's got a he's got a weird name that I have a tough uh, time pronouncing, which is why I was going to put the onus on you. Um, no, that's fair. Uh, let me. Well, I spelled that wrong entirely. I spelled it Doctor Strance. Chabotel <laughs> uh, Ejiofor. Yes. Uh, in uh, Matt Damon movie Left on Mars. Oh, the Martian. <laughs> Goes to a different movie entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, he was in it. But I yep. knew you'd get the reference to Doctor Strange faster. Yes, um, he has a great line where they're like, "We're gonna blow the front off of the ship so that it's light enough to get into Mars' atmosphere." And he's like, "What?" And he's then like he what? takes a breath and he goes, "I'm just excited for the opportunities that this affords for us to learn." That's me in this moped. It's every time something breaks or just doesn't work. It's me going, "What? You too?" I'm very excited to learn how to fix this. So, so you. I bought a welder. <laughs> oh my god! So you spent four hundred dollars on it. It's, oh, it is there. It's sitting I didn't realize what that was. I'll be very honest. It's just a welder sitting we're, in my living room. We're sitting in. Is this your living room or your kitchen table? Dining room. Dining room. Dining room. We're sitting in the dining room, and there's very much yeah, just a welder and jack stands. A welder and jack stands. And I look out the door, and there's the two parts of the moped. The kickstand works. It keeps the uh, lower half of the bike upright. I will say, so you've spent an estimate of $1,400 on this so far. No, no, no. Like, at you spent $1,000. Okay. Including the bike. Okay. Um, well, so if you spend $400 more, you could, you could have bought an Easy Rider City Cruiser 4 mile an hour and 30 mile range four-wheel electronic mobility scooter. <laughs> Available at Walmart. <laughs> if I was just trucking down the street in a mobility scooter, the immediate inclination would be that I've gotten a DUI. Yes. <laughs> Granted, mopeds are also... DUI, DUI scooters. DUI scooters. If you're Georgia law enforcement, don't listen to this, this next part. 
<laughs> in Georgia, beneath 50 cc's, you don't need a headlight, you don't need turn signals. There are no rules other than the fact that you need a driver's license to drive something with a motor. Hmm. Like they, I have wow. read, I've read the code like backwards and forwards, and I'm like, I've got to be missing a chapter of this book. Like, there's got to be pages missing. No, 50 cc's and less. It's like long as the wheels stay on the road. Like, <laughs> I'm also gonna let you know right now. I found a moped for 1,100 bucks. A new one on Amazon. It looks pretty snazzy. I like the look of my old one. <laughs> fair, fair. Your old one looks much better. <laughs> this one just looks clean. It looks like it runs. And runs. <laughs> and it was built in this decade. Um, but I can't wait to see how it looks in 2025. <laughs> oh, man. But all that to say, we are going to put a 70cc stroker kit on it, which will make it no longer legally a moped. Oh. But you can't see that from the outside, so we're just going <laughs> to... Mainly, it's not there because I need to go fast on a moped. I don't have a death wish. I'm not like an adrenaline junkie who's like, let's modify everything. I am like that, but not with this. Not with this. Um, it's truly because I'll be driving in Atlanta traffic, and mm. I want it to have just enough giddy up to get out of its own way. Right. So I don't die because I'm slow. Right. I'd rather well, die. Fair. Yeah, I'd rather die because there was something that was completely unforeseeable, like getting a moped from 1980. <laughs> 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 Who would have thought? A 40-year-old moped. <laughs> I don't even know what condition the brakes are in. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to get on the road the first time and just the brakes give out. Uh, yeah, probably. Um. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. There are people who have converted them to disc brakes. I have no idea how they accomplished that because a lot of reasons, but not to bore you all with the details. It seems incredibly difficult. I'm so far out of my depth. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you've you've done a lot of work on your current cars, so yes. you have some sort of mechanic knowledge. I've done multiple suspension lifts or uh, suspension kits. I lifted a Bronco, uh, put in the middle of putting a kit on a Miata. Roll cages, like uh, this is like bringing in totality all of the individual projects I've done before it. Um, like I've done a bunch of things where there were semi-plug-and-play or replacing parts with different parts. This is making me learn how to do electrical wiring, tune carburetors, rebuild engines. You're building a new moped. I'm building a new moped. You bought a chassis. I bought a chassis. Congrats. Congrats. I bought a chassis with parts that are hard to find. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You made it just incredibly difficult for yourself. (laughs) I am am the dumbest man alive. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it... You, you'd like to make things harder for yourself, for I, sure. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I'm leaning into this a bit, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's um, look up what a DIY moped kit costs. <laughs> oh, motorized bicycles and mopeds are vastly different things, and the internet will let you know that you're wrong, like, very quickly. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you can get, like, a 74cc motorized bicycle kit. does not go nearly as fast as a moped. Gearing is the answer. I found these things. At least three of those look fake. They all look lower than you what you paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be staggered by the size of the thing on the far left. Yes, that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just have all of them <laughs> Oh, look, my God. Left and rights are hard for me. <laughs> We're falling to pieces. You and Ginger, uh, our I, co-host from two episodes ago, yep. also does her L&Rs like that. I almost bought a sweater. Uh, the hoodie, in fact, that had left, not left, written on the arms. Partly for the bit. I really was waiting for you to make a comment about buying a left-handed sweater, and I was about to be like, 
I need to tell you something. <laughs> no, I already, I look, look, the first job out of college, I worked at a uh, building material and supply company. And they definitely got me with the left-handed hammer thing. Oh, no. Yeah, one of my coworkers is late, late in the day. I'm trying to close up. The up-down up. wrench? No. Yeah, but essentially. Okay. The hammer is also an up-down wrench. Yes. <laughs> yeah, one of my coworkers called it, called, like, Star 67 did, and I didn't recognize the number. So I was like, yeah, I can help you. He was like, I'm looking for uh, left-handed hammers. Do you all have any? I was like, I, I don't know. I'll <laughs> check the front and see if we do. And then my dumbass realized what was going on way too late. <laughs> so Jake and I both have got like semi-construction industry mm-hmm. uh, backgrounds. Uh, one of my coworkers tried to get me with an electric generator, and like I was really hungover on this particular morning. And the guy goes, "Yeah, can I get an electric powered generator?" I was like, "A battery." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I didn't even register that it was a joke. I was like, we don't do batteries, sir. Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 an electric power generator. I was like, ugh. Then I realized it was a joke. I fit, got onto the voice, but, uh, yeah. this, see, man. left, not left. <laughs> I've got to, we, this needs to be, that needs to be your uh, podcast uniform when we start doing live streams. That'd be fantastic. Uh, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> they definitely later got me with, uh. Some sort of fluid that didn't exist. I can't mm-hmm. think of it. It wasn't blinker fluid. Which, oh, okay. Which is a really easy go-to. But they were like, yeah, we need uh, t- something. And I was like, I guess that's something. <laughs> the parts catalog at the place I used to work out was 17,000 items. Oh, God. Like, the shorter list was things that we didn't sell. So yeah. I just assumed it was real. <laughs> Our, the place I worked at had a system, but it was such a bitch to use. It was way better to just go to, up and see if we had it up front. Was it b- like Matthew Broderick War Games? Like black background, green? It was a white background, but it was very much like you couldn't hit enter on things and the arrow keys would change the page or something. Oh, it was no. Like, it was all from the 70s. Was it somebody, like, you had a coworker who probably had been there 10 years who could fly through those menus at an ungodly pace? No, because no one had been there for 10 years. <laughs> Um, and neither was cute. Nope, sure wasn't. <laughs> um, but I worked in the corporate office doing internships for them previously, and it was very much like a they had three tech people that knew the shit very well, mm-hmm. and they just kept modifying it and continued to modify it until it was what? impossible oh. to break away from Bethesda's engine. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Bethesda's the game studio engine absolutely is that. Just like. We're going to iterate on this until we cannot get away from it. Dude, that's what happened to us. We switched to a different proprietary software from a proprietary software. And what nobody explained to the frontline people is that the old software was still running everything. Oh. And we were just using a web browser that auto was entering data through the old system. <laughs> like it was just, it was literally wearing a hat on a hat. And then the old stuff crashed one day and they couldn't fit. We're talking about. You might be able to figure out the company when I say that it was the in 2017 it was the 15th largest com- company in the U.S. and we were down for 24 hours oh, because no. of a computer error having to do with software from the mid 90s. Oh, that's so painful. <laughs> oh, we'd be pissed. We were having to hand fill out orders and fax them. Oh God. Second company I've worked at where way too late in the game, aka anytime after 2010, I was using a fax machine. Yeah. Don't <laughs> fax machines go away. No. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. That's that's rough, though. Oh, it was a day. I, like, legitimately, my boss was like, we need to be working so much harder today. I'm like, why? 
We can't do anything with this can't information. Do anything. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're spinning the wheels here. Like, all we're doing is just, hey, is your equipment working well? And if you need to take it off rent, ooh, man, you have just given me a chore for tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, it's about as efficient as spinning the wheels in your moment right now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I learned from the best. Uh, <laughs> um, what else have we? Oh, streaming services. Yes. We talked briefly on them last episode, but I kind of want to get your take. Who's doing it right? Who's doing it wrong? And where are we putting them all in Power Rack? Um, Hulu's um, UI is doing it wrong for sure. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I like their content, actually. I like, love their content. Yeah, they've got a pretty good, good lord. Mm-hmm. Um, also, their ads are also doing it wrong. Yes. I, and... I also am figuring out that, or deciding that um, certain things work better on certain devices versus others. True. Um, like, I have a lot of trouble with HBO Max on my Roku, but it runs very well on my uh, Xbox. Huh. Like, occasionally, it'll just crash on my uh, Roku, and will just really? close me out. And I've, it's a brand new Roku stick. Got it, like, maybe a month ago. Wow. And it's... It's it not the Roku Ultimate, so it's not the highest processing right. power but one. Still, it shouldn't. Right, right. But uh, your streaming service should not be the thing that overstresses the system. Yeah, that shouldn't. That definitely shouldn't be it. Right. Um, I think the HBO Max is substantially better than the old HBO Go, though. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely agree with that. I think HBO Max's UI and the content they're offering is pretty good. Definitely a step forward. And I yeah. love that HBO, when, they might be the first company I've seen in a long time who looked at having three software options in HBO Now, HBO Go, and they had something else. HBO Now. HBO Now. Then they had something, because there was something else that was like Warner Bros. properties that wasn't mm. distinctly HBO. The DC something. Or oh, yeah, they had the DC Unlimited. Yep. Um, but there was one that was the Warner Brothers Shield. Yeah. That was another group. Of, but basically, they took five apps and crunched them into one. Thank you. Who, in this day and age, is consolidating? No one. Yeah. Everyone's splitting things up. It's like, let's go Warner Brothers. You've got my money for the next like five years purely because doing that. Yeah. It's just a smart business move for sure. Mm-hmm. Actively making me have less subscriptions. Yeah. I mean, reward you, I will stick around. Absolutely. Um, I think they're... I would say they're, they're in my top five. Okay. Um, yeah, I would too. Hulu's probably... Like, Hulu's in my top five, but they're probably five. Yeah. Um, I would put them there too, most likely. Quibi... Does that still exist? No, it sure does not. Okay. How that much? went away so fast. $400 million? Is that the number that I've heard tossed around? Uh, how much it cost or... How much money was pumped into it? That sounds about right. Um, but it was real bad. Yeah. It was... They still... Oh, never mind. That's a Wikipedia page. I was like, they still have a website. Um, Would be money loss. Uh, how to blow $1.75 in six months. Holy shit. That's how. Uh... Holy shit. January 2021, Quibi's content library was sold to Roku, Inc. for less than $100 million. Oh, God. So they bought that for ten percent less than 10% of the uh, total mm-hmm. investment. That's insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's such a loss there. Oh, my God. But, I mean, it was a weird format. I actually was interested 
in seeing how it turned out because it was those 10 minute episodes yeah which were kind of fun in a YouTube format yeah you know, like works on YouTube which I watch frequently right and so I kind of had not high hopes like this will be a, not necessarily a flash in the pan but this you know very much feels like the original what movies were Nickelodeons yeah uh, which is not the uh, kids channel but that is what the original like movies were called were Nickelodeons oh I didn't know that yeah, yeah. I had no clue um which wow. is where that name comes from. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, which is why Nickelodeon did the 15-minute format, like, uh, Fly Me to the Moon. No, Fly Me to the Moon. A Trip to the Moon? I gotta uh, go to Netflix and see what this moon movie is. But it's one of the first sci-fi... It is the first sci-fi movie, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Um, here's hoping this doesn't play off. Oh, my God. I'm on mute anyway. Um, <laughs> Hopefully. Moon. It might not be on Netflix anymore. Um... But yeah, that is like what early movies were called. Um, Interesting. But it was kind of a uh, take heading back towards that. And so I thought that was very interesting to try and accomplish. Um, Yeah, it was a... I'm referencing again twice in... Or yeah, twice in two episodes. Mr. Sunday Movies does a good thing. A a breakdown of them. Breakdown of Quibi. Uh... On their channel, so I definitely suggest checking that out to you, maybe, mm-hmm. but also the, whoever's listening, um, if you find interest in it. Yeah. So, a trip to the moon was shot in 1902, um, and it's very much—it's almost like a play that has been put on. Oh wow! Yeah. Onto a backdrop that people are kind of walking across. Oh, um, man. God, that looks. It looks like I'm on a trip right now. It's it is a wild thing. I think everybody who is into sci-fi should watch it once, mm-hmm. um, just to acknowledge where it came from. Where yeah, what the origination of the medium was. Fair. Um, yeah, and it's influenced so many things. Pink Floyd references it. Like, I can believe that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's got a bunch of just. Odd things in the background, but back to streaming services. Back to streaming services. Um, You were talking about Netflix. Yeah. Where's that in your list? It's got to be one or two, right? Yeah. Um, It's just the UI is the best. It's pretty good. Searchability is the best across all of my devices. Um, The only only thing I would ever like say is my gripe with Netflix, or that I want them to add, is uh, add a shuffle for TV shows. (laughs) <laughs> that like, was wild. Go to a TV show page and have a shuffle button there. So if I want to watch an episode of New Girl or The Office when it was on there, if it's still on there, I don't hit think shuffle and it just plays one. Don't mm-hmm. make me go through and select whatever. They've, they've added in a shuffle feature just in general. The shuffle feature, I think, is a wild decision. I don't hate it, and I've watched too much stuff in that format. Yeah, I don't hate it, but I want, it, I want to narrow down my shuffle search. Yeah, yeah. You want well. Here's the issue. They kind of have that when you go to a show and then you scroll down and it says more like this. No, but yeah, nobody but used that. Uses I that want, button. I want in that show. I want to go to the show. Like I, I want to go back to Super, Supernatural and say shuffle. Play oh, me. An episode. Oh, play me a random episode of this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can see that. That's what I want them to do. That plays really well with something like Supernatural. If you could isolate like X amount of seasons where it was very monster of the week right. and not quite so story driven. 
even then, uh, I've watched most of them, so it's fair. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a rewatch type thing. But. What you want is your midday TNT, seeing it on TV, yes. and Absolutely. just you drop in at any given point, and you yeah, have, I still have a fun time. And nobody has any idea how they pick what episode they're playing. Exactly. <laughs> they're like, why is it always at season three? Why it's <laughs> the it's worst the season? One. <laughs> to get the rights to. Uh, oh man. Um. Um. I think Disney Plus is up there in the top five. I think Disney Plus is probably my number three. Okay. Um, you recently had an issue with Disney Plus, which I think definitely, like... It, I mean, the issue is more just like a, why is this... Why would you go down this route? It's an inconvenience for sure. Which is an issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's I an guess issue with extra steps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having to, having to pay for, first off, 30 bucks to watch a goddamn movie. So... Painful. What... I justify that as is they expect you to have a house of yeah. X amount of people to do that. They're expecting like, oh, you have a family of four? Yes. Congrats. It's cheaper than going to movies. Yes. And that – so from I that perspective, so. I get – yeah, yeah. It's an issue for us. Yeah. We're not there yet, okay? We're mid to late 20s. We're not there yet. I like the, the slipping in the mid. <laughs> We're on the cusp. Um, yeah, we like – I, it is wild to me that any service, and you get this occasionally, and I can't think of what else has really made me do this, where you have to re-enter credit card information yeah. when they already have your credit card information. They, so, granted, they had my credit card there. I had to put in my uh, three-digit on the back. Oh, it was just your security code? Yeah. Oh, that okay, so that makes it a lot less glaring, Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like they still had it saved. I just had to put in the security if code. If you required like... my CVE on everything, I would be pretty okay with that. Okay. Uh, mainly because you memorize it almost as fast as you memorize your pen. Right. Uh, I know my pen. Oh God, man. <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> I'd be the worst person to rob. I'd never know any of the numbers. <laughs> be like, I think it's this. Maybe a capital here. <laughs> You're like. Um... In Ready Player One, Sorrento having his password on the inside of his chair. Yes! <laughs> They're not there, I promise. Don't look. Don't check. Don't call me on it. Don't call me on it, please. God, I gotta find a new place to hide it now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think that's, like, the little things like that make it number three for me. I think it's limited... It's very limited in what it has to offer. Yes. Um, Although everything on there is A tier, you only have so much A tier. Mm -hmm. Um, It's all very good quality, but yeah, it's new and they're adding stuff every now and then. Exactly. Um, So I do think that that is its biggest shortcoming. UI is great. Sans this one issue. Yeah. Um, I think I I would counter-argue I think they're probably appropriately priced on the home movies. Uh, I mean, Which they are. Still just, I'm annoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I dude, I travel across the city to go to. A, actually, I really don't. I can walk to this movie theater, but like, I go to a theater that is not nearly as nice as like multiple also yeah. within walking distance because it costs me eight dollars, seven fifty for a ticket. I think. Yeah, I, the closest one to me, I think, is like a studio movie grill or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which or Cinebistro sure, maybe, you're which a, are great. It, but, oh, it's a Cinebistro. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're but great. You, you I, gotta spend fifteen dollars on experience, but yeah, you gotta spend it on the ticket. If you get food there, that's more than you'd want it to be typically. But I get it. They gotta make money somehow. Mm-hmm. I okay. I'm gonna put HBO Max at my top. I think. Yeah. No, I think it's gotta be Netflix. 
I, I think I will put HBO Max as my number one. Yeah, okay. my issue is HBO Max curates the best content. There's good content. Yeah. On it. Whereas Netflix has a lot of garbage. Right, but Netflix's UI is about. so much better, like leaps and bounds better, even though they're pretty similar. I'm more talking about the fact that I that I've got two devices, oh, right. the Roku and my iPad Mini too. Yeah. Which anybody who knows Apple's naming scheme understands that that is a seven-year-old tablet and is mm-hmm. going, why the hell are you still using it? And I'm like, because mm-hmm. it's free and I own it. Um, <laughs> and Apple hasn't stopped supporting it yet. Kind of. Well, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yes, actually they have. <laughs> yeah. uh, it doesn't have current iOS updates, which is making old apps on it go extinct oh. rapidly. I can't use Hulu on it anymore. I can't use Disney Plus on it anymore. Um, and I'm not digging against those services because of that. It's like, I'm... I think we're on iOS 15 and I'm on iOS 12. I was looking for where my phone is to check. It's uh, recording. It's what we're using to record. Yep. Um, I think, yeah, I think I got to give the edge out to HBO Max because content is more important than the UI yeah. across the board. You could have the best UI, but if it doesn't have anything on it, What's it matter? Yeah. But if you had the worst UI that took you 10 minutes to get to everything, but you had A-plus content, it still might be better. Yeah. I mean, I think for me it goes HBO Max, Netflix, closely behind Disney Plus. If Disney Plus had a few more things on it, Mm -hmm. I might put it above Netflix. Netflix has got a lot of uh, quality. Yes. Not a lot of quantity stuff. Sorry. You said that backwards, but yes. I did. Uh, Have a lot of quantity, not a lot of quality. And like, and Netflix had the right idea yeah. a couple of years ago where they started buying up these movies that were all but made, and basically movie studios realized that the marketing budget was going to make it go negative, mm-hmm. and so they didn't wind up releasing them. Um, I want to say The Last Night, uh, Spectral, uh, and they were kind of released pre-Netflix movie, yeah. but like a gray area where it was like, this came straight to Netflix. Yeah. And there are some good, like, diamonds in the rough out of those movies. Oh, for sure. Um, but they've kind of... There is... Much like the CW, mm-hmm. Netflix movies have got an X factor where I can immediately, without having any prior knowledge, yeah. tell you it's a Netflix movie. Super easily just pointed out, essentially, yeah. And I don't know what it is, but it's there. Yeah. It's however they're making them. There's some little thing... Mm-hmm. Some, some filter, filter yeah, yeah, that just yeah. tips you off. Uh, after that, I'd go Amazon Prime Video and then Hulu. I think Hulu are. burned me so bad with their ads <laughs> that I had to pay for it, and I hate them for it to this day because, God, it was a horrendous nightmare watching with ads. I am in the same boat. The ads system on Hulu, uh, there was a brief stretch of time where you used to be able to click past the ad, then rewind it, and it would skip the ad. Yep. And then they fixed that bug. Yep. <laughs> so, like, every 10 minutes while watching something, you'd fast forward rewind real quick, and it would break the ad machine. It would think you already watched it. <laughs> it's like, damn it. I don't... It, as soon as that went away, I started paying for it. I was like, all right, whatever, whatever. I, y'all, our friend group watched uh, My Hero Academia, like, pretty... Uh, Pretty heavily. Great show. It's a fantastic show. The um, but it, fifth season is just now coming out yes. on Toonami. I highly recommend this show to anybody who likes any sort of superhero content. 
we'll let you finish your sentence. 100%. Uh, the only place I could find to watch it was on Hulu. I think because I try to watch it on Funimation. Funimation or whatever the other one is. Which outright only shows you the first two episodes. Okay. If I remember right. Then Crunchyroll. I tried to watch it on Crunchyroll. Okay. And I'd already set up an account in college. Don't remember anything. It wouldn't let me set up another account. <laughs> um, or, or let me pay for it. It wouldn't let me pay for it when I did log in. What? Correct. Because I signed up for some trial previously and I... Anyways, that's the worst. Crunchyroll's the very bottom. So we can say Crunchyroll's the very bottom of the barrel. Um, But Uh, I tried to watch My Hero on it. I got through like three episodes before I was like, fuck, I cannot watch this unless I pay for Hulu because the ads are killing me. mm -hmm. It's every like ten, eight minutes. I watched the first season with ads and was like staggered at the amount of time it took me to watch the first season. Yeah. And then when I watched it, Q just had to bolt from the room, so I'm filling air. Uh, and then I wa- and I'm yelling awkwardly to him in my kitchen. Uh, then I watched the uh, second season after paying for ads, and I was like, "Why did this take me a month less to watch the whole thing?" <laughs> right? It's like, oh wow, it's incredible when you can watch it when you're not when it's 20 minute episodes instead of 40. Yeah. <laughs> Like, God, I don't have the time to watch all these ads. What, dude, did you already nuke the other, your other Absolutely. VCs? Absolutely. I finished that before we started recording. They're so good. So good. <laughs> uh, we, we talked Prohibition era cocktails and mm-hmm. the invention of the bee's knees last episode. So if you have yeah. any curiosity about what that is and what that means, tune in last week on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want some drink talk, it was mm-hmm. real good. Um, we'll probably bring start bringing that in more. You're, looks like you're drinking a uh, Voodoo Ranger. I am. Uh, Captain Dynamite IPA. New Belgium. Sponsor, sponsor, sponsor. We're not so, sponsored. Um, I have not had a Voodoo Ranger since Voodoo Ranger did like their very pine needle forward IPA. But now it seems that New Belgium is like leaned into Voodoo Ranger as being this vast array of uh, products. Yeah. Um, they definitely. I feel like they've rebranded almost. Okay, so that's a bandwagon I need to get back onto. They're pretty good. Yeah, I I went to Publix the other day to pick up some brews. I didn't see the variety pack of whatever else I was gonna get available, so I grabbed this and some oh, man. creature comforts. That just reminded me. I love New Belgium Citradelic. I got no idea if they even still make it. I don't either. Um, <laughs> that was a good IPA back in the day. I generally didn't like a lot of New Belgium stuff until I found Voodoo Ranger. I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. I, I Not don't... sponsored again. Other beers are available. Uh, <laughs> there are plenty of other IPAs. Yeah, Miller Lite at us. Uh, Maybe Bud Light. not. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Coors Light. Coors Light or nothing. Of course. Of course. Just call us the Blue Mountain Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. What were your rankings? Because I think we skipped you. Oh, I, honestly, I think we're pretty much the same across the board. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, cool. there's no real uh, debate that needs to occur. Because yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm teetering on Netflix purely because just the legacy of it. And, yeah. But if I'm going like, okay, what would I pay for if I started having to cut things? I'm keeping HBO, keeping Netflix after that. Um I'm hanging on to Disney Plus probably because I'm getting that free, but barring yours. What? No, you're paying no. for it. Disney? <laughs> Bob Iger, he's paying for it. Bob Iger, don't come at me. My Bob. passwords are not on my chair. Stop. Bob Iger. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, have to go with uh, – yeah, I think Prime because their original content is superior to Hulu's original content. 
and then Hulu, uh, definitely scraping the bottom of the barrel. Definitely, here's the issue I don't understand about Hulu, is sometimes episodes that come live on TV will be available next day or two days later, a week yeah. later, whatever. Then sometimes it'll take a month and then three of them will drop. And like, I don't, I just like, don't understand. It's like someone at the Hulu uh, headquarters is like, just forgot to put them up. They're like, oh shit. It really feels like that sometimes <laughs> because it's all Toonami shows. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. No shocker. It's weird niche things that I watch. Uh-oh. That I, I'd I like watch. to, I'd like to imagine someone's manually <laughs> putting things. <laughs> Sorry. Jay <laughs> just spit out beer while talking. <laughs> I didn't spit. It was more of a gleek. It was you know a gleek. That is? <laughs> I was thinking about that, but I didn't know if you'd know the term. <laughs> I, this episode is chaos. Absolutely chaos. <laughs> chaos theory. Here we, we are. And we've actually stayed on topic better yeah. than like most episodes, but somehow it still is just the most chaotic. Energy. Absolutely. Um, but I would like to think that yeah, someone who's manually putting a CD into the computer saying, <laughs> "Here's the new it. episode." <laughs> Burning it like an old school. That, I mean, my original thought was a VHS, but no one's doing that. <laughs> Dude, I found at my parents' place a bunch of VHS tapes where I had DVR'd TV shows as a kid. <laughs> and I sat down, like, one, you know, just was home for Thanksgiving or yeah. Christmas one less year. And I watched, like, three or four episodes of just, like, I was like, what was I, what was I so dead set on having recorded as a kid? Because we still have a VHS player in the basement. Hell yeah. Uh, you're the only one? Yeah, what I watched Independence Day on VHS too, and like something feels right about watching that on That's VHS. Fair. It's a very yeah, 90s movie, get it on the 90s machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, literally about a year ago, we got rid of our large we had a uh, as a gift to my dad, we I think we had gotten him a 55-inch um one of those big Panasonic or Mitsubishi TVs oh God, yeah. where it sits on top of the big sp- Beakers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the old school. Probably, probably cost us like six grand in the nineties. Oh, yeah. It was just weighed five hundred pounds. Yeah, um, those things were absurd. We had to bring a chainsaw into the basement to cut it up to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we broke it down inside really? to get it outside. Oh my god, that's incredible. <laughs> it How done, did you get it in originally? No idea. Like it, mu- we redid the ba- we've redone the basement twice. Uh, or my parents have redone their basement twice since we had owned that TV, and I think we had changed the size of the doors mm-hmm. from like large three foot wide doors for my dad's like lawnmower and stuff. Right. And now I think only his workshop and the door to the outside had big doors. Right. And like the door to the inner living room or the inner den. Now that that area was finished, went to a standard like two and a half door, and so the, this thing was just trapped like, in the room. Oh, oh no. <laughs> So, me, Randy, and I just sweating our asses off, just disassembling a TV. Just destroying a TV. <laughs> I've still got the uh, projector tubes uh, in my office just because they look cool and they basically work like a mini telescope. There you go. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure they don't have cancerous things in them. I'm sure they do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh. Um, well, going back to our, our favorite. Uh, streaming service of HBO Max, you can watch all the DC animated universe oh, yeah, movies on there. Which is where we're kind of good segue. Was, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's about as good as your moped outside. <laughs> it got us ready to be. I like the moped. It runs-ish. <laughs> it's got some legs. Um, Just the one. <laughs> so, DC animated universe, uh, there, so... 
there are technically three DC animated universes right now. And Q might correct me on this. Um, there's the one that begins with Batman the Animated Series. No, sorry. Superman the Animated Series. Then picks up with Batman the Animated Series. And Okay, yes. Yeah, I, I see where you're going with that. Justice League and Justice League Unlimited are incorporated in that. As well as uh, Superman Doomsday and some of the movies back from that era. Right. Um, Justice League... A New Frontier, I think, is outside of that universe. I think so, too. And semi-predates it slash is just non-canon. Um, and you, if you ever want to just have... Uh, it's got to be, like, 30 hours of content, mm. if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, Easily. There's all, so much shit there. All of those shit. Batman the Animated Series... Superman the Animated Series kind of never... Like, it was a little bit pre before me. It was, but it was on... Nickelodeon something. Oh, yeah. Way back in the day. And Uh, I watched them all there. Oh, Static Shock, Batman Beyond are also in this universe. Yes. Um, But yeah, and they're actually, like, a lot like Star Wars, um, the Clone Wars, there's a particular order if you want to watch them all, where the story makes sense across all of them. It's, like, staggering how big of an effort this was, because it spans, like, almost 20 years. And it's incredible that this was made in the 90s, Mm -hmm. and yet... The DC Cinematic Universe, or Extended Universe, as they call it, couldn't follow the same goddamn plan. <laughs> they did this. Like, this They'd is, already done it. This is my issue with DC on the whole with their movies, is you guys can do this. You've proven that you can do it. You've done it before. And you've done it multiple times. Yeah. And you can't do it. Like, How, why? It, honestly... Hot take. It's art, you know, it's. I love Zack Snyder, and his version of the Justice League was as close as we're ever going to get to what we want to see the DC universe be. Yeah. I don't think Man of Steel was bad. I think the color palette was too dark. Yeah. And Christopher Nolan's Batman universe was very good. So yes, that's I, not in that. Yeah, 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 but we're not knocking all live action DC no, movies, right. is what I'm getting at. I enjoy them all, for the most part. I think some people try and get a little too artsy fartsy with what is really just a superhero movie. And they want something more than, yeah. Scorsese said it best. They're not cinema. Don't try to make them like cinema. Make a good movie. Don't make a movie that's supposed to make me think. Yeah. I want to see the Superman beat up the bad guy. If you can do both, even better. But I'm not but going in expecting that. Don't die on the hill yeah. of we'll make a subpar movie to make it thought-provoking. Right. Um, and, yeah. So that's the early animated universe. Yeah. And with the end of um, that universe, you kind of got this Justice League Flashpoint movie, mm-hmm. which kind of branches both sides of this reality. Yeah, in 2013, yes. you got Flashpoint, which Flashpoint Paradox, which I guess was the start of when they were doing the DC uh, New 52 as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. So this was the New 52, and the most recent one is picking up at Rebirth. Yeah. And this is, we've only had one movie drop for what is now the most recent DC animated universe, but in between, this new 52 universe encompasses 19 movies spanning seven years. Yep. And is an incredibly impressive count. Eight years. No, um, it's seven years. Did a podcast come out? 2020. Yeah. Okay. I, I panicked for a second. I thought it came out that early this year. Nope. Um, yeah. And it was very impressive. Like, it is, to me, from a voice actor standpoint, uh, not that I'm a voice actor, but just like from the perspective of if you're not going to talk about it from the perspective of it's live action, 
it's doing almost exactly what the MCU did, and Absolutely. just as coherently. And it's staggering to, and again, it, like I think this is the better example of why, like, how can DC not make good movies when they have nineteen good movies? Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, not all the animated movies are, are winners. They're all very entertaining, in my opinion. I There's think, some weak links there. I think the lowest one is seven out of ten, though. Mm. I'll give you that. Yeah. It, um, some of them would definitely be hard to make live action. Yes. Um, Constantine, City of Demons. Yeah. Probably high on that list. Um, definitely Apocalypse War. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a fun one, though. Oh, oh God, God, right? That opening sequence, man. It's so brutal, but I so don't, fun. I, I legitimately don't think you could release Apocalypse War live action in theaters. No, I mean, you could. It'd be rated R or, like... Right, no, no, but, like, I don't think it would do... Like, I think it would be good to people who loved it. Right. But I think that I mean, first ten minutes yeah. would turn so many people off. That's... I mean, that's how a lot of actual other fans feel as well. Mm-hmm. That are focal on the internet. A lot of people were like... Yeah, kind of iffy on it. I'm like, I love it. It's I, great. I did not, in the exact moment it was happening, I was a little bit bummed that that was the direction that particular movie was taking. Fair. Ten minutes later, I was like, but we've gotten the version of the story where it didn't happen that way so many times. Yeah. This is the first time we've ever gotten the story in this manner. Yeah. Let's go. We've seen the, where they win every time. Yeah. Like, let's you gri- start out with a big L. Let's The biggest L. Let's grip and rip and see where this goes. Yeah. Um, but it, let's not get the uh, buggy ahead mm-hmm. of the horse. Um, which we always do. Which we always do. Did What was the first movie for this? Was it Justice just, League War? No, the Black One. Paradise oh, yeah, yeah. Was sorry. The first movie. Uh, but so then we after that is Justice, Justice League War. War. Yeah. Um, the Flashpoint Paradox is great. It's an excellent just solo movie. Yes, because you get th- this movie started rumors like Jeffrey Dean Morgan potentially playing Thomas Wayne. Yeah, because he played Thomas Wayne uh, uh, in like the opening credits. For, yeah, for uh, that might be Superman. Yes, and Dom just also Maggie from uh, uh, Walking Dead was uh, Martha Wayne. Oh, and this and that aired like six months after. His character Negan in Walking Dead blew Jason Wu's brains out. Oh, <laughs> who was Maggie's husband in The Walking Dead? I totally who, didn't. I didn't. I don't think I. He was like, still beat you to death and stole your wife. <laughs> oh God, that's incredible. But also something I absolutely can see him like tweeting out. Yeah, but Jeffrey Morgan wants to come back and play Thomas Wayne yeah. as Batman. I, which, I think he should. Holy but, crap! I want that. Yeah. Um, so badly. He's getting... He's also, like, right in the perfect age to play that. Yes. Um, he's grizzled. I think, honestly, I think David Pattinson... Not Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Um, Rob Pattinson. <laughs> playing a young, new 52-esque Batman. Henry Cavill reprised the role. There's never been somebody born who looks more so like... So good. Um... It, and everybody just going into the movie, just ignore the fact that the first three existed, and we'll be off the races. DC just multiverse. Ar- Army off the Hammer, bat. <laughs> Army Hammer, quit eating people, but come in as Green Lantern. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, I could also see him as uh, Green Arrow. Give him uh, a mustache. See how good he looks with a mustache. I like the guy from Suicide Squad a little bit better for Green Arrow. Not what people like. Suicide Squad. Uh, he's, he's the one who's coming back. Rick Flag. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A little, okay. little bit more wiry framed archer. I can see that. Um, Stephen Amell, if you were a really good movie actor, I'd say you were not yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, I also wouldn't hate Jensen Ackles as a Green Arrow. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't hate him as... I wouldn't hate him as Batman. I wouldn't hate him as Batman either, actually. That he's, would... he's playing an animated Batman. Yes, he is. Yeah. He also has played an animated Red Hood he in did. his new 52 universe. No. no. Was that not? No, that was in the other one. Oh, but man. it's really good. It was very good. God, I love that movie. Um, Batman Under the Red Hood, not a part of this, apparently. Nope. Um, very good movie. They released a version of that recently, also not in this universe, but where it was like a multiple choice, a choose-your-own-adventure version. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, we'll have to watch it sometime. He's not in it, but... The Teen Titans are doing a Red Hood arc right now. Yeah. Yeah, on HBO Max. I haven't watched a single episode of that. I haven't either. I heard the first season was not good, and then the second season was also not that great, so I'm hesitant to even give the third one a try, but Whew, could be tough. interesting. Did you watch Gotham? I did watch a little bit of it. I It jumped the shark in later seasons. It sure did. I really enjoyed it early on. I... You know what I enjoyed? I enjoyed it early on as well. It was a good, like, procedural. Um, I enjoyed when they brought in the first Joker mm-hmm. character. When they went to the later ones, I was like, yeah. Kind they of really... That was the same time in the New 52, the Mobius chair, letting slip that there were three Jokers. Yeah. And they, like, leaned into it, and they were like, oh, we're going to be self-indulgent, and, like... Yeah, they thought they were really going to go somewhere with that, and then it, it really just went far to that. Yeah. Um, I have read bits of that comic. It's interesting, but like, uh, yeah, they built it up way too high. I've seen the panel, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, but so we get the Flashpoint Paradox, yep. great standalone. Then we go into Justice League War, yep. and like, if that's going to be your second installment in the series, bold move because it brings in most of the Justice League, very similar. To how Zack Snyder did it in yeah. his version of the movie. Oh, they're very similar. Um, Dark Side's the big bad. Dark Side's your big bad, and you get just this. Basically, the good guys very nearly lose. Yeah, every step of the way. The good guys are just meeting each other. Mm-hmm. Some of them are only just now realizing some of them exist. Yes. The, the common line was Batman is real. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They just. Yeah, they well, very nearly lose as well. And it's interesting because Batman has been the superhero who's been around like 10 years longer than everybody else, and they all yep. think he's just a pop culture legend exactly. type of thing. Uh, <laughs> fucking Green Lantern being like, you know, just tell me your, your, your superpowers that you're rich. He just smiles. <laughs> I love, I love like, that. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, was Nathan Fillion the voice of that? Don't think he was. I think he came in later. Okay. Nathan Fillion voicing Green Lanterns fits. Fits so well. It's just on point. Yeah. Um, After War, though, you go to Son of Batman. So you're bringing in Damian Wayne. Yes, which is a very interesting thing yeah. that later gets brought up in Apocalypse War. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's visited a lot. There's a lot of Batman yeah. movies gone. Um, and I really should pull up the list because I'm going off of memory here. Yeah. You go Son of Batman to. Justice Which, League Throne Son of Lands. Batman great movie oh, absolutely I don't remember what the conflict was in it I'm <laughs> I'm confusing it with Bad Blood right now I think yes unless I could tell you what it is but it's basically like Batman finds out he has a son yes it's the main thing but I don't remember what the conflict is that like because that's your backdrop for the movie yeah I the problem is yeah I don't remember Batman vs. Robin I think is with the Court of Owls 
Batman Bad Blood is uh, the female Al Ghul, whose name I'm forgetting. Mm-hmm. Talia. Uh, Talia Al Ghul. Uh, Talia appears in Son of Batman because yes. that's yeah that's but, how you're introduced to him having a son. But she's the bad guy in Bad Blood because you pull in all the other Bat family people. It's a Deathstroke plotline. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, it's very much a Nightwing and Damian versus Deathstroke with Batman. Now I remember the plugged in throughout it. I'm I'm remembering the finale now. Yeah, because oh. the the whole thing is like. Is Damien going to go back to... Is he going to start killing yes. and go back to leading shadows, yeah. Um, then you get Justice League Throne of Atlantis. Yep. Which, very good. You get, you know... It's a good character story on Aquaman a little bit. And again, it very much mirrors Aquaman, mm-hmm. the live-action movie with Jason Momoa. I'm seeing very a theme here so. where if you follow the formula, it works. If you deviate from the formula, it works less. It's like, wow, they... They just picked and choose which ones they wanted to make and didn't put anything in the middle. I actually did not see Batman vs. Robin. Batman vs. Robin's not bad. Uh, it's, it's the, there's a Court of Owls uh, villain where it's basically a evil Batman is mm-hmm. grooming Damien to, to follow him. I definitely not. turned this on and was hungover and slept through all of it. <laughs> it has a great Hulkbuster scene, essentially, oh. at the end where Alfred... Like freezes a bunch of robots and Bruce comes out in a like bat buster thing and that's awesome. Great shit, it's great. Bad blood you were talking about earlier. Yep. Um, you very much meet the whole you meet family and anyone one. that's ever been associated with Batman. Yes, um, including the dude who wears the black and blue suit that's super sick. Yes, who can the, fly? Uh, oh no, what's his name? It's uh, Morgan Freeman's son, essentially. Yes. It doesn't um, make sense because they're pulling in two different universes. But yeah. Morgan Freeman's character is Lucius Fox's Lucius son. Lucius Fox's son. Um, but yeah, that, that is who that character is supposed to be. Yeah. I always thought it was weird from a time standpoint that they did Judas Contract after versus the Teen Titans. I don't think. I don't think it's too weird. I, I think... The Justice League vs. Teen Titans is a good way to bring them both together. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought I it was weird to do you, your you introduction could, of the team and their big yeah. crossover in one movie was kind of... You could you could switch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, but God, that's great. I love any movie with the Teen Titans, and I think that's a nostalgia bump for those of us who watched yeah. the Teen Titans pre-Teen Titans Go mm-hmm. growing up, because that was a good TV show that... Talked so many adult themes, like wild that they got those in there and approved yeah. by Cartoon Network. I think I, I think I do like the Teen Titans like Cartoon Network TV show version of the Juice Contract better. I agree with that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. It's it's good. They're both good, but also the, God. It's so how old were you when you figured out that Slade was the same as Deathstroke and that they didn't call him Deathstroke because it was had death in the name? It took a while. It took a while <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Um, it might have been when Arrow came out and they were like, Slade, Deathstroke. Death I was like, shit, <laughs> how did I miss this? Sorry, that's a little bit late. Yeah. Um, um, the, uh, I, yeah, it, it would make more sense for Justice League versus Teen Titans to come later. Mm-hmm. where the Especially because is, Terra stays a good guy, if I remember right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, which remember. is different from the comic. No, she disappears. 
Does she just because I she, think she we, falls off the map and then uh, one of the robins finds her and she's like, no. We see her in Apocalypse. I think of the. Maybe she does stay. Maybe I'm thinking of the TV show again. I think we see her in Apocalypse War. Um, yeah. So I think she stays a good guy. I couldn't totally, you know, I can't yeah. rightly uh, say. I. That's one. Of th- these are two movies. I think Justice League versus the Teen Titans is probably a top five for this whole yeah. franchise. Um, Judas Contract kind of fell flat, which is why I additionally think build up steam, don't reduce steam. Also, you know the. Bad person, just the just Teen Titans is uh, Raven's dad. Yes, whoever, which plays in better with later themes. Of yes, the, uh, plays franchise. in later better on. Um, also, why did they? I'm looking at the timeline here. They they did Constantine City of Demons the movie, which was a segmented episodic short on the CW uh, before it was put together as a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It, you can tell there's like episode ports essentially. If I rewatched, I watched it like three days ago. I would now knowing that I'd be interested to see. I, I watched it as episodes. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, and oh, you can. You, I then watched it later on as the whole movie. I was like, oh, that's where. Yep. City of Demons was very good. It's very very good. dark. But I'm surprised they didn't put it before Justice League. It's like dark. dark. Yeah, uh, but it does it fits fine where it is. So, and I want to make a point. That, because there's somebody screaming at their computer right now or keyboard or phone, is we are talking about them in their release order. Yes. And their canon order, Sea of Demons, does predate. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, cool. That's my bad. No, no. It's, it's just the li- we're looking at the same list, and so uh-huh. I know that you're doing the same thing I'm doing. Um, just the Dark is so great, though. Yeah. That's another me... good standalone you could do. Yeah, okay. So even in canonical order, Justice League vs. Teen Titans comes out. Uh, before Judas Contract. Wow. Um, I, I'm now that we've made that distinction. I am double checking. Okay. What the uh, order is supposed to be. So the order, in, as depicted in the movies, is Flashpoint, the prologue of Judas Contract, then the prologue of Wonder Woman, then Justice League War, then Son of Batman, then Throne of Atlantis, then Nightwing vs. Robin, then Batman vs. Robin. He's fighting too much of his family. Then Batman, Bad Blood. Then Justice League vs. Teen Titans. Then Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. Then Dark. Then Judas Contract. Death of Superman, Reign of Superman. uh, City of Demons. Hush. Wonder Woman, Bloodlines. Then Justice League Dark. Wait, I feel like I said that twice. I did say that twice. It's an... Oh, never mind. Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War. Prologue. Yeah. Then Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War. Those last two seem like it could be the same thing. Why, why would is you, there a prologue? Why would you do a distinction where they're the only two things that separate each other? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing that came after or between. Oh, man. Um, well, it's because, okay, the way they have this broken down is it gives the year that it occurred. The mm. prologue happened in 2018, oh, and the okay. full pan movie happened in 2020. I gotcha. Yeah. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. Um, Still an interesting way to do it, but I understand now. Yes. Um... But, so, going back through the release order now, we've uh, absolved ourselves from how we're discussing it. Um, You get Just Sleep Dark, which is so good. It's so good. Like, we focus so much in DC on Superman, Wonder Woman, and the heavy hitters. Yeah. You know, you're... I mean, you still get Batman in this. Yes. 
Well, you he's have more, to have Batman. He's more just like the straight man almost. He's just there. He's the facilitator. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you get the um, you get magic. Yeah. DC does magic way better than most other comic book franchises. I would agree. Looking at the other big one. The other big one. Like, we're too afraid to call it Marvel. <laughs> Marvel do better. Yeah. Well, it's just that Marvel never has quite dipped their toe into it quite as, like... I mean, they start off with Iron Man, so they're like, oh, we are grounded in this techie universe. Well, even in the comics, they have magic, but it's True. far less, like, steeped in the arcane than this. It, like, this yeah. feels more like if magic actually existed, this is how it would exist. Right. No, uh, that's And something about Marvel's magic seems like it's, like, technology that's too far beyond our recognition that we've... Right. It seems like, like the Thor to- type thing. Yeah, yeah, It seems like toys we just haven't figured out how to yeah. properly use. That makes sense. Um, and that's very grossly oversimplifying both sides. Yes. Uh, but, you know, it's still good. Yes. And Justice League Dark, we see Constantine. Constantine might be my favorite character. Absolutely my favorite character in in these movies, for yes. sure. Yes. Um, man, what does that say about us? Because <laughs> he is an alcoholic who... I relate, I guess. I don't know. And... We meet Zatanna and Dr. Fate and just all of these heavy hitters on the other side of the spectrum, and it introduces Batman understanding magic and that sort of thing. Really cool uh, way to portray everything. Yeah. Also, fun fact, Matt Ryan, who plays John Constantine in this movie, plays him in live action. On the CW. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's the perfect actor to play him. Yeah. Like, give give me more of that. Um... Yeah, here for it. Uh, apologies, Keanu Reeves, you are not the best. John no, no, you're sure not. I did enjoy that movie, though. You did fine in it, but you're not. It's you did what you could. <laughs> you were substantially limited by looking nothing like the character. Yes. Um. Though, holy shit, Constantine, uh, John Wick crossover. That would be crazy. That would be a dark movie. They did uh, announce some more cast members for John Wick. Four? Yes. So we can talk about it at the end. Yes. Um, <laughs> so then we get into Judas Contract. We kind of have sidestepped and talked about that enough. Yep. Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. Uh, Which I... Unless you had something you wanted to additionally touch on on Judas Contract. No, okay. no, I have nothing else to add there. It was a fine movie. Um, Hell to Pay was, was an interesting one. I don't know if I fully watched it. I think I was like you with the uh, Batman... Son of Batman or whatever. Hell to Pay was a substantially better cartoon than Suicide Squad was a movie. Well, that's fair because Suicide Squad as a movie was bad. Yes. What what they did really well with this was they took B-tier villains and gave them a B-tier mission. And the stakes felt real. The issue, I think... I mean, there's so many issues with the Suicide Squad. But... The suspension of disbelief in a superhero movie is really tough to accomplish. Yeah. When you have Harley Quinn, who has a big hammer and a gun, and she's going up against an Aztec god who can destroy the Earth. It's, yeah. It's a tough, tough juxtaposition of levels of power. Yeah. When you have Harley Quinn, who has a hammer and a gun, and she's trying to break somebody out of Arkham. And played by Tara Strong. Yes. Uh, you have a much more believable storyline. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Um, and so, I, I just, like, I think 
the first Suicide Squad movie, given the people who were a part of the team, you needed to play on a smaller court. Yeah. I and think they went way too big. They went way too fast. big and it just... It, Which is the DC Extended Universe in a nutshell. Yeah. Went way too big, way too fast. Yeah. You blew your load. Well, and that's another thing. This is New no 52. No one's happy. And a whole lot of people probably don't know a ton about New 52 because yeah. they know about the old Superman stories that kind of Smallville-esque, you know? Right. But they either know Superman as Smallville, where he barely has powers because he's just learning how to use them, or you know Superman as this god tier, can't be beaten. Yeah. You know, why can't, why is any movie believable because Superman always wins? The New 52 did a really good job of semi limiting Superman's power. Oh, yeah. To where he was always felt like he was on even footing with his opponents. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. And, and that goes across the board with a lot of... Because a lot of people say that the issue with DC movies is that these characters are too overpowered for any villain to feel real. Right. New 52 heavily addressed that uh, with, across the board. Superman's just the best example. Yes. Um, which, ironically, Death of Superman is the next movie. Yeah. Um, which, it's always Doomsday. But it's always... I still enjoy it. Which one did you like better? Doomsday from the animated universe or Death of Superman from this? I know your answer. Um, but I think I really enjoyed this Death of Superman. Okay. Um, and maybe I haven't watched the other Death of Superman recently enough. But I, I just really enjoyed the, the DC animated movie universe version. Well, it's Because they... They did it in two parts. It's, yes, it's, in the Reign of the Superman. Yeah, it's Death of Superman and Reign of Superman. Reign of the Superman, which yes. is they're both more a Lois Lane story, mm-hmm. which I found interesting and kind of enjoyed the fact that like, oh, we're gonna humanize this whole thing of the god alien dying mm-hmm. and how that impacts everyone around him. Yes, I. So you have to look at the Death of Superman story. I think as like. Death of Superman, of Superman, and then like his return in Reign of the Superman, yeah. uh, and you can't really break those two things apart because it's not fair. As Doomsday gets a self-contained story, right? I think from that perspective, Death of Superman is a weaker movie. Fair. The combination of the two is a stronger movie than the original one. Yeah. Um, the combo, yeah, it which plays well. Cop out answer. I like them both. I could do without it being more of a Lewis Lane focused story. Fair. I like my superheroes, superhero. Fair. Um, and Lewis Lane in Flashpoint, I would have loved to see her be more like that Lewis Lane yeah. than this current Lewis Lane because she was a badass. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, she just was not quite the like yeah. stepping up to the plate badass that the Lewis Lane they portrayed in Flashpoint Paradox was. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give you that. Um, I was gonna do a oh are you a Batman sympathizer. Heroes don't do that type of thing. I have an underwear on the outside and I eat pussy. <laughs> I, I found another comic recently which was uh, like based on Superboy or whatever, but found out another thing Batman doesn't eat and it's apple pie. The commie bastard. <laughs> I think I sent it to you on Instagram, which you I'll don't find, have. I'll find it in a couple days. I'll show it to you probably. Um. <laughs> they have like a family squabble late at night and Lois comes out and is like, we're in the country. No one's here. Come, get your asses inside. I'll make you pie. <laughs> and everyone's having pie except for Batman. <laughs> yep. I, I, oh, I have seen that panel, I think. Okay. <laughs> um, so then we get uh, 
The Reign of the Supermen is cool. Uh, Constantine, City of Demons, again, we've kind of talked about this yeah. one. Um, Reign of the Supermen is very interesting because we get all of these different versions of Superman. Yeah. Clones from LexCorp and people who take up the mantle so that yeah. the hope doesn't die. Um, and then we get the return of the real Superman. Exactly. You get a lot of, like, a lot of people trying to be Superman, showing just, like, the few things that are lacking to make them truly, truly him. Yeah. Because what you get is you get people who have the power. Yeah. And you get people who have the vision. But only Superman is truly the one with all, the yeah. He's only got all of it. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, oh, such a good movie. It's so good. Um, then we get Batman Hush, which this might be my favorite Batman movie of all time. It's an incredible Batman movie. Um, it's the only time... It's the only time the Riddler's ever felt threatening. <laughs> that too. I was going to say the only time I've ever seen Batman smile. Fair. Where it wasn't making... At the Green Lantern's expense. Uh, I, like, legitimately. Also, yeah. Only time you see Batman happy. Yes. Like, I won't say smile. That's a little bit too low of a bar. Uh, <laughs> he smiled while killing people before in the other live-action movies. Yes. I love Batfleck, by the way. I love Batfleck, too. Our other co-host, Kate, did not... Yep. I don't understand why. He's fine. <laughs> Not my Batman. Anyway, she's not here to defend herself, so we're not going to gripe on it too much, but she's wrong. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's entitled to a wrong opinion. Um, but Batman Hush is great. Hush is not Riddler in the comics. No. No. Yeah. Hush is the friend, friend that died. Yeah. Which I found an interesting twist that was yeah. fun for me, having read the Hush comic. Same. And I was like, man, they are really painted by the numbers on this one. And then I was like waiting for the reveal. Yeah. And I was, came, and I was like, like, oh, oh they, shit. They got yeah. me. <laughs> I was waiting for them to be like, oh, we tricked you. He didn't kill his friend or yeah. whatever. And then they didn't. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, that was fun. Also, to an addendum to my, this is the only time the Riddler's ever been threatening. An asterisk that will be the upcoming uh, Bat, Robert Pattinson, Pattinson movie. movie where Paul Dano's playing the Riddler in a very Hush-esque way as well. I'm looking, I'm looking forward. The closer we get to this Pattinson movie, the more I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I, I can't wait. Um, did you have anything else we were going to say about Hush? Not really. Um, Up we, next is Wonder Woman Bloodlines, which I didn't honestly watch. I watched it. I um, missed it. It was fine. Okay. It was fine. Um, there were regular points throughout it where I was like, it was very fetch questy. Yeah. Um, I like that they brought back um, what was the character played by... Chris Pine. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the the love interest. Yeah, the love interest. He's alive and he's like correctly aged um, throughout this, and he he's very comedic. And Wonder Woman's comedic. The interesting thing is we see Wonder Woman. Wait, let me double check. When Steve this? Trevor. Steve Trevor. And this came out in twenty eighteen. Um, Wonder Woman Bloodlines happens really late in the as depicted timeline. Yeah. For her to behave as ignorant to the world as she does in this movie versus other movies. Yeah, and you're saying like canonically it's like middle. Canonically road, right? it's – so it, in canon the timeline starts at 2011 to 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, the prologue occurs in 2013 and Wonder Woman Bloodlines, the full movie, happens in 2018. Okay, so right it's before, before but... right before Apocalypse War. Okay, so right before the end of it, and they really play heavy on the comedic bit of Wonder Woman doesn't understand how the world works, mm. which is tough because 
things kind of played out. Yeah. And it gets that I would say that's the biggest knock against that movie is that that bit just gets tired. Yeah. Um, it's like we've had the man out of time. Like Marvel did it pretty that, well with Steve Rogers. Yeah. And what they what they do good in Marvel is Steve Rogers by the second movie knows how everything around him works. Yeah. He knows how to open a car door. He makes the references he has in a, Avengers. He has a notebook where he's like, I missed Marvin Gaye's album. Like, yeah. And they don't bring it up. Like, they lamp... Not lampshaded, but they just go, okay, we've moved past Steve Rogers not understanding how the world works. Yeah. He caught up. He In did his research. this, they're very heavy-handed every step of the way. Yeah. Like, um, she's actively trying to not learn, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. And that, that was my only problem with that movie, which... The only reason I bring it up and harp on it is it very much feels like the Wonder Woman movie as well did right. that. Yeah, uh, I would agree. Or the Wonder Woman movie did that, and it felt right in the context of that movie, and it felt wrong in the context of this movie. Yeah. Um. Then we get the meat and potatoes. Boom. The we the get eighteen the, the eighteen movies leading up to this. Holy shit! We've basically had spoilers for every other aspect of this. If you have not seen Apocalypse War, shut this off. Yeah. Go watch Apocalypse War. Yeah. Easily. If you watch just a few of them, do Flashpoint Paradox, War, War Just League Dark, and then this. And that's all that you is really, really need. That's the bare minimum that you need to watch. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Dark has costume. Um, yeah, yeah. That's all man. you need to know, really. But we like, get my oh. favorite couple in the DCU. In the opener of this, which is Constantine and Zatanna. All right. I think they are my favorite power couple in this. Um, <laughs> they are a power couple, they, that's for sure. Um, and, I, God, there's so many themes about this movie that I love. And it's in the prologue, is very nearly post-Justice League Dark, and Constantine's trying to join the League. Yeah. And Zatanna wants him to join the League, and he is finally getting his life together. Yeah, he's starting um, to shoot around. Yeah. And... They propose this mission to take on Apocalypse. They they know that Darkseid is spying on the Earth. And he's planning some sort of invasion. So they're like, you know what? Let's just fucking hit him before he hits fight us. To him. And it's a holy bad shit! Is it a bad idea? Holy cow! <laughs> Everyone dies. Everyone <laughs> dies. <laughs> and those that don't die are subject to a way worse fate. Yes. Holy crap! Have you ever seen a movie that had the balls to no. pay off on the? Everyone dies, but like it's always a joke. Someone doesn't finish the movie. Infinity oh, War, maybe. John, like, okay. John Feidelberg at Barstool Sports has a yeah. great story about. Um, he had a friend who they watched a movie. Yeah. Um, and like a romantic comedy, like Friends with Benefits or something. Yeah. And he fell asleep with like thirty minutes ago, and him and his friends all concocted a story the next morning that the movie ended with. The, co- the romantic comedy couple, one of them, they got onto a plane that was involved in 9-11. Oh, no. And they, they were the let's roll, grounded the flight. Oh. And this friend thought, for the next two months until they passed away, uh, oh, that, that the movie ended with this couple, with Milo Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, stopping a flight from hitting one of the towers on 9-11. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Side note, there is a rom-com-ish movie with Robert Pattinson. Yeah, that is Forgive Me Not or, or Remember Me or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, so he thought that that's like yes. he thought that it was the best movie of all time and then he never got around to watching the end of it. That's <laughs> an asshole movie. Until the day night. No! 
oh, I feel so bad about that. But that's hilarious. At the same time. He saw, like, he thinks that he saw the best movie in existence. <laughs> that's incredible. Um, but, like... But he was wrong because it's this. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where I was going with that. But just more, like, in the vein of, like, this movie executed on something that was just, like... It, it executed on the, on the pipe dream. Yeah. Of... Yeah, the Justice League loses bad. Can you imagine? Okay, you could like Infinity War takes the closest live action bet we ever see to this, um, and this is they have eighteen movies invested into this yeah. finale, and they opening fifteen minutes, ninety six percent of your cast gets killed. They are literally ripping Rich. people limb from limb. Yeah, eaten alive. Eaten alive. Yeah, it's brutally on. Like, subjugated into slavery if they lived. Yeah. Like, mind controlled, subjugated. Yeah, cybernetically brought back from the dead. Slammed into a wall and merged with that wall. Yes. Oh, Cyborg. Dude. Cyborg, Loki, the grossest one. Yeah, that's the worst of all of them, probably. Uh, I do, Cyborg getting the final, like. I wish it was something slightly different, though. He, got, he gets the last line, and mm-hmm. I wish it was Booyah. I wish it was Booyah too. That was literally my wish. It was Booyah, but it's not. Booyah, this. Yeah. Uh, Oh my God. We, you get, and this is why it's it's a very cathartic payoff. Looking at you, DC live action. This is why you make movies leading up to your big conflict. Yeah. It works that way. It doesn't work the other way around. There's a reason no one on Sean Evans' hot ones starts with the bomb. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You don't start with the big one because then you're let down. Yeah. It – You also need – you need to build up. You need some time before you get to the payoff or else it's just cheap. You get a depowered Superman. You get magic. You get sci-fi. You get like real you get superheroes. brainwashed Batman. You yeah. get his son going out to avenge him essentially. Oh my god. You get young Batman who's much more hard and grizzled. You get Raven from the Teen Titans mm-hmm. in the most like – the way we wanted as kids to see Raven, like constantly just fighting her father, on the and, edge, and just like yeah, yeah, holy crap! Crying that line, I would say oh, the Nightwing bit killed me. Oh, oh that's so sad! Holy crap, that oh, that was yeah. tough. Uh, the this movie, it because here's the thing: it stigmatized. It's interesting because we have How to Train Your Dragon. Every, yeah. Everybody will say, that should do well at the box office. Yeah. We have live action movies. Well, that should do well at the box office. As soon as it's drawn cartoons, it's like, well, this is never going to be taken seriously. Yeah, it's like, I why? don't ever, like, I get why, and it's because everybody is kind of taught to believe you grow up, you quit watching cartoons. Yeah. But, like, these stories are dark, they're adult, and if Apocalypse War was rated on the same way that you look at Deadpool or How to Train Your Dragon, just, you know, one for content, one for being animated. Uh, I mean, it holds its ground. It absolutely holds its ground. Like, you could could easily put this in a movie theater. I'd pay to go see it. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. If they played this at Midtown Art Cinema, I would cancel my dinner plans and be there. Granted, we could probably rent out a screen and do that. I got an idea. I do too. <laughs> we'll do a live show of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be so fun, though. Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. They, like, it, 
you just you bring everything from this universe in, mm-hmm. everyone's paid off. Yeah, it comes to a head. It's as like I think I think it would be very tough to do the even if you had eighteen movies leading up to it. I think it would be very tough to do this movie. A la Endgame. Oh, for sure. I think this movie is substantially darker than Endgame. I think that it... Endgame's a lighthearted movie. Yeah. yeah. I think that, like, the injecting liquid kryptonite into Superman until he becomes completely powerless so that he's yeah. forced to wander the Earth for eternity... Is a hell. Is hell. I mean, I mean, even just, there's... At one point, you go to Oa, the Green Lantern homeworld. Oh, my God. And you see John Stewart, Green Lantern, that a lot of people grew up as kids with. Yeah, because like, he was the James, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, he's you the last Green Lantern. You do get Hal Jordan in those TV shows, but yes. only briefly because he's the off-Earth. Right. Um, and typically viewed as the asshole Green Lantern. Yes. Um, which isn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> which is why he's my favorite character. Yes. Um, but, like, you have him getting so close to, like, he's clearly depowered. He's going for the... the great battery or whatever to recharge his ring and he's like just um like three seconds off of recharging and getting getting back back in the fight and just destroyed melted into bones they they spray lava at him they drain the earth's core onto him yes which power move yes (laughs) but like oh it's it's so brutal but like you just feel the desperation throughout the entire movie. These people are on the verge of like, we have got it's, to do anything to do this. I'm trying to think. Um, Supernatural, the episode where they time travel and Dean goes to the future and is also leading the resistance. Oh, yeah. Um, in Justice League Unlimited, there's an episode where, or it might be regular Justice League, where... Um, Superman gets shot into the future and him and Vandal Savage are the only people left alive. Yep. Um, these types of movies where it is like the the man, the last man standing yep. versus everything else are the best to me. I Absolutely. will watch these to oblivion. Take us right to the edge and let's see oblivion. Yeah. Also in that same vein. I will watch these every time they're on. It's one man versus army Mm-hmm. Like it's, everything's at stake, type of thing. It's Steve Rogers when the entirety of Thanos' army is standing across yeah. from him, and he's that is a whole movie. And he goes, "I can do this all day." Yeah. I'm like, probably can't, but I like the energy. Exactly. Let's go. Your shield's broken. Your arm's <laughs> probably broken too. But let's get oh, after it, man. I need a, I need another movie to come out like this. Yeah, it's just good. Mm-hmm. It's just good. It's just good nature fun. Absolutely, it's not good nature fun. Not good fun. Uh, you got any other notes you want to hit on on this? Just watch the movie. Just, just watch. Yeah, I honestly, when we get off of this, I'm gonna like reach out to like four or five people I know who would love this in entirety, and we're like, guys, I'm dropping an episode. You're gonna want to listen to. I need you to watch these things first. Yeah. And I really have never had that instance where I'm like, this is gonna be so far up some people's alleys who are missing it. Exactly. It's it very much is something that like because it wasn't marketed to the mainstream. Easily missed. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn it. Yeah. Ah, that's all I got. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed recording this one. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Um, oh. We'll see you next time. Uh, Q's going to be gone for two weeks, so we'll probably have some guest hosts in somewhere in between there. Yep. Uh, Kate might be on uncertain at this time. Um, if she checks the Google Docs, she probably will. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we will uh, catch up with you all next time. Bye.